Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am your host, Lou McCaffrey, as ever. And I am joined by three men who two have heard, one doesn't. No, two don't and one does. I've messed it up already. <laughs> off, to a, off to a great start. Uh, Chris Gallagher, you don't have hair. Hi. Well, thanks for judging me on my appearance and looks. Oh my god, did you, you remember what you said to Bowd when he walked in? Bowd is wearing the most honking pair of jeans I've ever seen in my life, but Bowd can change those jeans. I can't grow hair. So, that's a very good point. Uh, Chris Bowd, you're looking great, I think. He, do, he looks, Bowd actually looks pretty spot on, to oh, be honest. Thanks, guys. But he is going out tonight, so if you're, uh, you know. He's going out wearing a pair of flares, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's a fuck. Woo! They are, <laughs> I'm sorry, those jeans are the, I feel ill looking at them, they're absolutely ready. And I'm, you know. I know, brown cord flares, they're, they're both. I wish um, brown cord, that'd be cool. And Kieran Haran? Glad to be here as always. We're glad to have you. Thank you. To be perfectly honest. I think Kieran's looking good as well. No, he, listen, mm. he looks fit. It's alright. a bit sweaty and smelly. He's been toe-poking it. Yeah. Toe like it for the last hour. Over at goals. Um, anyway, so we are, we're in positive spirits after the, you know, with our last podcast was maybe... Do I just talk about Tam now? Or? No. We're going to build up to that. That's the that's the prize later on. Our WhatsApp uh, group has just been people abusing each other regarding their opinion of Tom Rogic. I'm staying out of it. Well, you know, that's it's partly due to someone who writes for The Athletic that's got some sort of link to the 90 Minutes, I think. But, you know, <laughs> former friend of the 90 Minutes. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but we'll, Look, get, we'll get to him later. Um, so... The international break is over, thank God, and we have came back with a bang, uh, winning 6 0 at the weekend. Um, obviously, we went into the international break, we were in second in the table after you know a couple of disappointing domestic results, um, and obviously the, the Livingston game losing 2 0. Um, but we're back at the top, back where we belong, Christopher. You were at the game, I was at the game, yeah. What did you, what did you think of it? Um, I just <clears throat> again. There's something about Celtic at Celtic Park uh, this season that's just really enjoyable. Um, it's re- they're just it's just really fun. It's just really fun to watch the way it was. <clears throat> for the next probably season or so, we'll probably always kind of go back to to Brendan Rodgers, and there'll always be comparisons. And comparisons, whether that's fair or not, you know that's not the point. The point is, if you compare. Rogers' team, they were at points efficient, at points deadly, but a lot of the time they were quite boring to watch. Um, whereas Lennon's teams are just fun. Now, that's not always necessarily going to equate to, to winning games, especially away from home. But, you know, I love Celtic. I love to see Celtic play open, free-flowing football. And on, on Saturday, we went in at 1-0 down. It was 1-0 going in about 4 or 5. Their goalkeeper made three exceptional saves. And, uh, yeah, terrific. Back on top. Bowd, obviously, coming into a game, you know, you've had the kind of negativity of the last two results domestically you find yourself second in the league all of a sudden and you've you know you've had to dwell on that for for during the international break do you think the players obviously the players reacted fantastically but do you think that is I mean surely that's a big credit to them because that could have been that could have been a challenging game against a Ross County team that have actually done pretty well yeah, yeah. Um, Ross County have been doing really well this season, but it's exactly what you wanted. You wanted us to come back after the start um, and just go for it, uh, which we absolutely did. Uh, it says a lot about the players. Um, obviously, there's quite a few new players in that, that starting lineup, but there's a lot of players that 
have been here for a while and know the winning mentality that Celtic have. Um, and then for them to slip up just gives you a wee added bonus. Oh, tingly de- feeling. We downstairs. will definitely get to that later. Absolutely, Kieran. What was your your thoughts? I thought it was fantastic. I really like Chris said. Really enjoy it. it was enjoyable football, almost from start to finish. Um, some of the free flowing football at times was just oh, it was amazing to watch. Um, it probably came well the fact of I know Ross kind of been doing quite well just now, but at home we we seem to really be putting down a marker. And domestically, anyway, um, I mean that was that was six 0 We were seven 0 the first game of the season. We were five one at Hearts. Do do five one Hearts? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I've been kind of scoring quite freely at home. Um, so um, and I mean a lot of the players were fantastic. Um, Obviously, the, the the goal difference comes comes into it at this point because we goal were difference could be crucial. It mm-hmm. could, mm-hmm. and it worked well the fact that we got that extra goal because if we didn't have that extra goal, we would have been second. Because if, if you, you recognise that goal difference could be crucial, who scores next? Uh, I, have, I, I do. That is ringing a bell. George Cadet five 0 Aberdeen on his debut. Um, uh, you, uh, call yourself Celtic fans. Jesus Christ, he's very sick. Who, who, where where did you come? Where did you come in me, Victor, the yeah. recent Senate Games quarterfinal? <laughs> Below you, yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I still have no idea. And um, level with me. Um, you're finishing bottom of your group. I'm smashing well. my Don't you fucking worry I'm about that. I'm smashing my group. Um, I seen just when you're talking about goal difference. So do you see the Celtic TV interview? Yes, Lennon mentioned yeah. about injury time. Yeah, yeah. Or added on time or whatever. Well, what, what are the rules? Enlighten us, bud. How Fet- long do you get for a substitution? <laughs> Ferris, I don't believe the thirty seconds is the rule, though. Is that not guidance? But no, clearly, no. I think you're meant to get. I think you're meant to get thirty seconds per substitution. Obviously, there's not. There's there, there are goals as well. You've got five goals with celebrations. That's still going to take another twenty thirty seconds before you kick off again. So you're looking fifteen minutes. We, beat, we beat Hearts three one. Forty one. Sorry, yeah. just just to correct. Um, but to be honest, I know it's obviously more time for our goal, but but they put poor Ross County out of the money. Because I watched you on the second half, Richie Foster was in my side. He'd given up after the third goal. See his body language whenever he was going for a throw, and he did not want to be in that but that, He was trying to get off that as quick as he could. He just looked dead inside. Yeah. But but that's but so that's the thing. The referee can't. Surely the referee can't be just saying, "Oh, we'll put them out of misery." Yeah, he's that, got he's got to play the rules. And exactly. if it comes, should have been tying them to a table or, or a bed. Love it. Making yeah. them write a novel. That's the amount of misery I wanted to see Ross County. <laughs> that was quite good. I'm annoyed. I thought it was just going to be barbaric, but it was. And he looks like he's dressed like a. If you if, go to the Twitter and look at the uh, the picture, because Bowd looks like he's a, a, a novelist. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The beard. Have you taken the picture yet? I'll take it in a minute. All oh, right. Okay. Um, so before you take the picture, Jeremy Frimpong started. Jeremy Frimpong. Frimpong. Everybody's uh, second choice right back. What did you think of his performance on the day and his surprise inclusion, Christopher? Correct. Uh, I thought I thought in the first half, in the first kind of 10, 15 minutes, I thought there was a couple of hairy moments, um, which is fine. Second professional uh, game of his, of his life. Uh, he came into that game. Oofed. He came into that game so well. Um, he was fantastic. Um, full of energy, um, just willing to take people on, go inside and outside. So when the fullback thought that, you know, this guy's only going to go cut inside, he'd, he'd put him on put him on his ass by going on the outside. Both sides, um, guys. Yep. Squared. 
Um, his celebration when oh, we scored James was Forrest fucking scored. brilliant. It was just, yeah. it was just brilliant. It's like if just, you haven't seen it, you should watch it just for that. Never mind James Forrest's bit, but the the actual set, he just looks yeah. like a, a kid in a yeah. playground going it's crazy. What, Enthusiasm what, chasing down balls and lost causes as well. I'm going to give your your man a, a big <laughs> credit. Uh, what I did was I so I. Browntown. Browntown. Um, let's take the train to Browntown. Um, what I saw quite early on Browntown, was... Australia. Sorry, please. Named after <laughs> Browntown in Glasgow. But that's... <laughs> of course, I was named. Um, what I saw with Brown was <clears throat> they did the huddle and then when when Frimpong came out, Brown went over to him, like said to him, you know, you've got this. Then Brown kind of guided him the first 10 or 15 minutes. He kept uh, kind of uh, every time he pushed forward Brown kind of tucked in to kind of make sure that it was fine and then after a while Brown realised he's got his confidence he's fine you know and that I just think that's I, a, I think to me that's a sign of a captain I also noticed in the, the highlights when the first goal had went in there was a I don't know if this is the alternative camera view for Celtic that Celtic release but um, you could see the players as they go to celebrate with Elanusi um Frimpong runs up and like high fives Brown. Just you know, he's that buzzy. Just runs up to him, like high fives him, and runs off. Brilliant. But um, yeah, no, it's it's brilliant to see. Kieran, obviously, a young player like that. You know, we've 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 had it with with KT um, when he was still a Celtic fan. Um, that haircut, by the way. I know. Jesus Christ. I think we, I don't know if that's popular down there, but it's certainly not popular up here. Ach, listen, does it? Does you posted really the Dumb he's, and Dumber picture. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't. I was going to, and then someone else did afterwards. I thought I could do now. He's got a new haircut. He's getting his money. He's happy. Um, but a young player like that, like KT, KT came in, and obviously, you know, we kind of needed. You know, it was because we didn't have anybody else really that he played so many games. But yeah. it did cost him in the long run. How did he manage Frimpong? Because obviously he's brought a level of excitement, and right away everybody's thinking, you know, he's going to be the next kind of the next big thing. You can't play him all the time. No, not at all. No, not not at that age. Um, obviously, Ross County at home. It's 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 a manageable game when you're wanting to blood youngsters in. When it comes to away games, you're not quite wanting to put them in there that that uh, straight away. I mean, you've got El Ahmed as well. We brought him in, and um, he's very very solid and very assured. So, when it comes to the kind of bigger tougher games, you want to be putting him in. But when it comes to like teams around the bottom end of the of the, the table. Um, and playing at home when you've got the backing of the fans and um, you, you, you'll grow in conference. Um, so you, you kind of want to give him a few games here and there. You don't want to just start throwing him in because we do have three right-backs. He's for the future. We've so. got we've got two. Bowers, get Bowers. No, no, no. Come get on. Bowers, if I'm. No, I'm not having this. No, By the way, Bowers, in there as Bowers well. ample backup to Frimpong. It's not a problem. Bowers. <laughs> Bowers. Uh, That's weird. El Hamed is the greatest. You didn't say that. It goes without saying. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting, I'm still understanding the greatest thing. So yeah, teach me. Because yeah. you also don't want, want to burn them out as well at that age. We've seen it with a couple of youngsters where you can kind of play them far too many games, you can burn them out. They can start picking up niggly injuries that are more tougher to to, to lose, like, Kieran, like Tierney has been at times. Chris, are you surprised maybe that, you know, we had signed a number of players? Luke O'Connell was the, the first signing of the summer. Yeah. Um, and you know, him, O'Connor, the, the centre-half, and uh, Afalabi up front. Are you surprised that none of them have featured yet? I mean, Frim, Frimpong's the only one so far to get any sort of look in. 
I feel Abby's injured. Otherwise, I think he would be close to being at least a choice for the squad. We had two right backs on the bench on Saturday, so there's a place up for for grabs there. Um, and Cham rolled his ankle as well, so that's why in Cham, whether in Cham would have started or whether Roger would have started. Point is. There was a place up up for grabs on Saturday, so if Afolabi had been fit, I think Afolabi might have taken that pot that position. Um, Bauer, I, just back to the Bauer part, uh, I think he was a safety signing in case we didn't get our our signing. So I think maybe two two points. Does I he mean, get twenty four hours to save his position in the squad? Wow, that's not bad. Again, he's quite good. It's, today. Right, it's annoying. Yeah. He's, he's writing wee things down. It's in the area. He's writing wee things. See, to be fair, our only source for that sort of thing is a discredited writer <laughs> for, for the athletics. So, you know, we're going to sit in the fence on that one. No, but no, my, my, my point being, no, I checked the squad yesterday, like uh, on Sunday. We had 32 players. That's too many. That's too many. Um, I think about like Hayes and Morgan and Sinclair, who are just, you know, uses his quite often. Okay, He's take it. Yeah, okay, you're talking about three left wingers there as well, pretty much. Yeah, yeah so we got a lot. We got a lot of players in the same position. That like Schwed will probably take Hayes' position now. Let's you'd imagine. In Cham on the bench, Schwed oh. is more a right winger. He's left footed, but he plays in the right or did. Yeah, Morgan's a right winger though. The other, the other, the other thing is though. I don't know if this is an analogy, but I'm going to use it anyway. You can't build a house with only one tool. Did you make that up? Aye. So you need a tool bag. You need lots of variety in the tools and things I hated to build it. a house. Bowed it, bowed right? it. I hate it. Is that good? You're the guy with it. You're the smart guy. It's decent, but I was just thinking there is a ancient technology YouTube channel where the guy <laughs> builds a house with a shit with one tool. It's possible. It's hard. Difficult. I just I, no, no. Get he's out then. In all seriousness, though, we do have thirty-two. You know, it's it's a lot of players. Guys, like I, I wouldn't even count Luca Connell. As a first, I'd put him, you know, we've got this conveyor belt that hopefully guys will step up when there's space, when there's position. I'd like these guys to have the opportunity to step up to fill space as opposed to he's left, we have to put him up. Yeah. I'd like to prepare these guys. Lazio, that's your perfect opportunity. I play like a Connell. I play him against Lazio. I'm going to start with the defence because we've kind of started with the defence already with Frimpong but the the other player I was interested in your thoughts Kieran was um, Bolongoli you know Bolongoli is uh, we don't really talk about Bolongoli so much anymore and that's probably probably to his credit it was before it was always how did Bolongoli play did he you know did he have a shocker he's not having those games now how did you think he played did he you know was he just adequate or did he actually play well? No, I thought he's played well, especially because I noticed as well in the first half, we played a lot down the left wing. Um, so a lot was kind of Bolly and... Um, Moy. Moy. Moy in the left. Um, they were quite, they were kind of interacting quite well. Um, Bolly was getting forward a lot as well. He does still have a mistake in him because there was one point, I think maybe it was the second half, I think he stupidly gave the ball away, um, kind of quite back in the defence. Uh, but... Who obviously managed to recoup and not anything happened. So I don't know if it's his concentration level where he can't, where he's, for the whole time he just wants to concentrate and getting forward and forget that he's actually a left back. So he has to do a bit of defending as well. Yeah. Um, Does that explain how, how but, Tam gave the ball away three times? Sorry, kid. Um, but he's Probably he's definitely improving now and he's he's getting he's doing well getting forward and he's he's driving the team forward on that left hand side as well. 
bowed the, the chance with uh, Cal McGregor hit the post. Oh. Aye. That would have been goal of the season, surely. I would have been up there as a, as a belter, but there was, there was Jesus a <laughs> run of the mill chance for it. Really. Uh, to, no, to was, yeah, no, it was, it was a lovely little team move as well. But um, I think that was that that was kind of indicative of how how spells of the game and chances that we created were. It wasn't just one player, you know, creating a chance out of nothing or you know taking it upon themselves. It was a real collective. I thought. Yeah. Um, There's partnerships building up all around the pitch. There's, there's fullbacks there's and relationships. relationships. No, they're, they're genuinely they're doing is. deepening relationships. Deepening relationships. Um, I thought Tam was quite a good uh, heater for for the, heater. the game. So like he people were attracted Warm to people him. up. I was actually about to play him a massive compliment. <laughs> no, still do it. <laughs> don't change your opinion. But he Fluffer. would. That's, that's what that's called in the business. He, essentially, he would take people would follow Tam. People would be attracted to Tam. Most people are. And but like for example, McGregor's goal. That space is where yeah. Tam should be, but yeah. he wasn't, and he pulled someone out of it. So, yeah. so from that point of view, he had done with uh, without touching the ball, without, with, without the ball, his his games can be pretty good. That's based on his reputation, and I'm glad you can see that because you are obviously a learned man when it comes to football. Thank you, but not everybody is, Chris. Not everybody gets that side. A lot of people, some of these plankton commentators, are so <laughs> focused on the ball and what happens with the the round thing. They forget about all the other players that don't currently have the ball. So I'm glad you've you've brought that up. Um, Boud, there was a pretty shitty article in the, the Athletic <laughs> about uh, Tam Rogic. Um, come on, you need to give him his. Come on, I it's, mean, it's, I don't. You can't. You uh, can't say it was shitty. It was really well written. Yeah. What? It was a. Uh, it was a main mainstream media sensationalist headline, <laughs> wasn't it? Let's call a spade a spade here. I think it made some fair points, such as. That we've got to consider where Tam is. I'm not saying you're talking about it in the. You do realize if this was any other player, he wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, this is just you're, because it's Tam Rogic. Yeah, you're talking on the, the reaction about it, and I kind of, yeah, I, I agreed with a lot of what you said. I, I don't think Tom Rogic is done with Celtic by any stretch of the imagination. Why does he have to be? But this right, is what I don't get. Because why, we've why got a squad of 32 players, and we need turnover. We need to improve the squad. If, but you're, you're surely not telling me that Tam Rogic would be anywhere near the, the top of your list in terms of players that you'd want to offload just because no. they aren't cut. But you, know, you can't, they are, you can't they live, you, you can't live off right past now. reputation. Absolutely not. But you can, So what's he done in the last two years that have has, has made you think this guy's absolutely imperative for Celtic to grow not only domestically but European wise he's not done anything and listen I'm a fan of him I like him but we, we can't sit here and you can't have one rule for one and you're, you're sending Brown away what's he done you're sending Brown away right but when it comes to Roger, he's untouchable That if you want to have a but why, big but boy grown up discussion Baby Listen, doll. you need. To, I'm ready for big boy to, discussions. Why? Why are you so intent? Said big boy discussions. Why? <laughs> why are you so intent on keeping Shred around? Because he's not had the opportunity. Because he's got potential. No, no, but he's he's literally played two games, so he's not had the opportunity. Yeah, Tam Rogic's been here since 2012. Absolutely, in 2017, only two two seasons ago, he was our main man. So, and he's been blighted by injuries, and okay. he's played in two major tournaments. Okay, let me let me let me put it this way, right? See, Tom Rogic. Tom Rogic under Bre- in Brendan Rodgers' first season, Tom Rogic was sensational. Yep. He scored probably the goal of the decade for Celtic. A- absolutely iconic. I think we're forgetting a wee bit about what Ronnie did for him as well. His form under Ronnie was pretty 
very, very patchy. Patchy, but his form under Lennon first time barely registered. Yep. Right. Listen, I, I like Logic. I think we should keep him. But at the same time, I'm going to play devil's advocate. The fact is, Logic has had a season and a half of excellence, good, good consistency. Still didn't cut it in Europe. But the fact of the matter is, you can't live on past reputations. We're two years. We're talking about a football club that need. It's like a shark. It needs to keep moving or it dies. So, you have to so you turn. Would, so you, so you would move them on. I'm not saying I would. What I'm saying is you need to actually look at it from the perspective of sh- you can't say, oh, this guy's crap, get him to fuck, and say Tom Rogic's untouchable. You have to look at the positives not, and the negatives. I, I just I'm, don't I'm, think we know if Tom Rogic's... Yeah, no, I, listen, but, I'm saying that as well, but there are guys who Louis would throw under the bus on the basis of, oh, he's shite, as opposed to let's look at his... Let's look at the positives of him saying and the negatives of him saying. You're just biased towards Roger, which is fine because you're a football fan. But absolutely, but you're you're also missing the fact that Tam Tam Rogic plays in a position and does a job that no one else in the squad does. So why would you remove that potential from your your squad? So no one else plays like a number ten for us. No, so Christie no, no, doesn't no play. One, no one plays not in the, same as way the that way that Logic Tam Rogic plays in a number but, ten. You cannot tell me that that Ryan Christie does that because he doesn't. His Ryan he Christ- absolutely okay, doesn't. Let, let me ask you this one thing, right? And I'll stop because I know I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm going on, right? But let me put it this way, right? Who's impressed more at European level, Ryan Christie or Tom Rogic? And be honest. But that, just but, yes, but, just but, be but honest. It's, but it's a pointless argument. How, n- how many games do you play in Europe compared to what you play domestically? But how many? How, Small data set. The, 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 fact, the, exactly. fact, the, the fact of the matter is, the, the fact of the matter is, we could probably win the league without Christie and without Rogic. But when it comes, when you step up to European football, the little factors matter. And the fact is, if if you had to choose between one of them, who's performed better? Christy or Rogic? What do you remember Christy. from the 2017 season? Uh, I, I remember... Like, probably the domestic treble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that doesn't... Well, um, well but, it kind of yeah. does. Um, Keelan, is there I'll any need Jesus to Christ, even is... consider Tam Rogic's future? I mean, the guy's got a contract. Just because... <laughs> just, <laughs> That's just, not- just because, just because he's not playing as well as everybody no, wants right now, does he suddenly need to be I'm, I'm, thrown out the? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw him out the club. I I'm wouldn't, not, I wouldn't I'm say not. I'm on. Um, I love, I love Tam. I think he's an outstanding player. But I do under, I do also realise that he's struggling just now to get any kind of form and fitness in. Now he has always been blighted with injuries. So I think what he needs to do is he needs to start playing more development games with his, with the development squad to kind of get the, the kind of minutes under his belt because. That was obviously his first start. The previous game um, was at home. I'm trying to remember who it was again. And he came on. We like t- he played against Partick Thistle. Uh, when it was 10 or 15 minutes and he was blown at his arse. He couldn't catch it. People were running past him. So he was struggling. So he's just... He scored. He just needs to... <laughs> he just needs to... Um, he just needs to get fitness and a bit of confidence. But I, can un- I do understand that as a number 10, there's no player... That does the, the the way that he when he receives the ball with players around him, he can protect the ball and, and play it forward and get the, the team going forward. There's nobody else that does it. Granted, but Christie is plays slightly different because he drives at the t- he drives at the defense with the ball or he runs onto the ball and he plays a kind of different style of number ten. They both them are number tens, but have each have a different style um, towards the, in the team, but. By no means would I would I, would I sell Rodic. I, 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 I do think nobody would buy him. I do think you've got an. And interesting... I'm not being a dick, but nobody would buy him. 
Aye, they would. Aye, they probably would. Aye. I, I do think you've got an interesting point about him playing uh, reserve reserve games to get up to full match minutes. fitness. I'm, I'm surprised that's not happened, though. I mean, I don't know why that, that hasn't been the case because we've always known that Tam does take a while to get back up to speed after injuries. So I, I wonder why that might be. But anyway... I um, helped he threw his toys at the pram and was like, Oh, no, nah, I'm not doing in the reserve, sir. I'm too good. So... Okay. Nice, um, nice Australian accent. Yep. Uh, so Moy opened the, the score. Yes, he with did. With a, a delightful goal bout. Um, Pong involved. Eddie, a lovely little touch. Absolutely. McGregor doing what he does. Is he... Um, do you think we're, we're about to see the best of him? He's he's kind of been a wee bit inconsistent. He's had a few kind of real high moments. Yeah. And then, and then other games where he's <clears throat> kind of drifted. Do you think this might be, might be his chance now that he's maybe settled? Yeah, definitely. Again, he's he's new to the squad. Um, he's just getting some game time, getting used to the players. I, th- I think he's a he's a quality player. So yeah, I think um, we will we'll see more of him, and I think he will impress this season. My fear is that Mikey Johnson's progress will maybe be hampered. So hopefully, because there's, there's enough games for both of them to get plenty of, of game time. So hopefully, Lennon keeps saying that, that balance. Keeps saying that, but Mikey Johnson's. Not pl- not played in ages. He's been injured. He has been injured. The, so the, as well. the other thing, the one thing I really like about Moya is his work rate. See, tracking back and winning a ball, he don't, yeah. I don't see wingers doing very well. I don't remember Sinclair ever doing that. I don't really remember Fo- I don't really recollect Forrest doing that very well, but there's been a number of times in games where he's tracked back and he's won the ball back and got his going forward again, which I really do like with Yeah, he loves a track back. I've f- seen you scream at a TV on more than one occasion. Oh, I, but we all have, and I'm sure you would have loved the moment when Tam Rogic won the ball back in his own half of the pitch and played a sublime ball forward for um, Bio. I was on my feet. I was applauding on my feet. Brilliant. Um, so, Chris Gallagher. Hi. Still here. Hi, little friend of the show. Um, six goals, they were all... Wonderful, to be fair. What was your favourite goal? Uh, I'd say my favourite goal, probably, do you know, it was probably Forrest's, um, just because of Frimpong, Forrest Frimpong the drop of the shoulder, when yep. he just completely bamboozles the fullback. Uh, perfect pants there. Perfect pinpoint cross, and uh, good finish, but again, just because of the reaction. <clears throat> we, scored a, we scored a lot of really good goals. Watson, when he just, in the first, <laughs> straight after the kickoff for Eddie's first one, when when he just tries to header it and he just <laughs> fucking planks. Fucking a diamond header with the balls in the ground. I don't know why he did that. He done a tavern here. It would have um, looked amazing if it, he pulled it off. Unfortunately, he was on the edge of his own box. And it was I still think, even if he's headering that, like he's still heading it into Eddie's chest. He's <laughs> just taking the ball into it. favourite goal? I probably would have agreed with, with Gal there. Um, first goal was incredible as well, although... Moy was fantastic, but he got a wee bit of luck when the ball came off the defender. Yeah, make it uh, on look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably between the first and the... I really liked the fifth, them, Although the fourth was great as well. McGregor's was excellent. Yep. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Kamara. They were all, they were all great. Uh, the, the McGregor one, just the way that the defender was dragged out and the space was made. And McGregor, yeah. McGregor doesn't do that kind of really often enough and we should like to as being a midfielder is... Trying to when you see that gap, then running into it. Yeah, um, could see him doing more of that. That'd be really good. Yeah, I, th- I think the McGregor one was my favourite as well. I think um, to be fair, Ross County. I think they've done pretty well since they've they've come up. Obviously, they've been the kind of top half of the first table, defeat, first defeat in five. Yeah, but they they did kind of shit the bed. 
I mean, they were they had massive holes um, in their midfield and their defence. Their two centre halves, the space between them was huge. But it takes players like Edward and, and McGregor to make it look so effortless when they play each other in and they, they you know exploit that space. I think we need to give ourselves credit as well. Like, is yeah. I, I think I, we yeah. yeah. I don't think Ross County offered much, but when Celtic are playing like that at Parkhead, I don't think there's anything yeah. in the league that can really stop it. Not not at all. And and, and as we, we we mentioned earlier on, the fact that you know. We don't know. Goal difference might come into it. And Goal it, difference could be crucial. It could be Josh Kidetti. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, one in 6 nil at home, th- these are the types of results, and especially after the disappointing ones that we'd had prior to the international break, you know, we need as many of them as we can get in a season. The the stats, because I know some people love stats, so here's the ones that matter, never mind the XG nonsense. Um, 28 shots, there were 14 on target. Um 28 shots is... What was, sure the, was, what was the quality of the shots though, Louis? Because well, 28, 28 shots don't really matter. What's the quality? I'm sure when I was watching the highlights, he said 21 shots in the yeah, first half. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, no, so I, don't, I don't... Was it 21 in the I, first half? That's what they said. I don't yeah, know if I heard that right, but that means we had seven in the second half and scored pretty much all of them. No, I mean, well, then maybe, I don't know. I don't believe the... They probably um, get their stats from the same source that Christian does, so, you know. Big oh. British Bias Corporation. Before we before we politics. Yep. Before we move on, um Schwed isn't dead. No, he's not. He made an appearance, he came on. Did he do anything of note? He's raging I've, that Astor's I've, motorbike, but other than that. I've, I was gonna say I think his body line was pretty poor. I didn't think he looked interested. At times he was getting get rid of him. He was getting not get selling him, but as was as a not as Leon not kind of previously said that his his attitude and training's not been quite up to what he's demanded of players, and that's why he's not seen enough of them. But Wish. when he came on, he just he wasn't offering much. He kind of got the, at one point he got the ball, he just kind of looked around. We should try him in the number ten because we've got Christie and we've got Cham, but other than that, there's nobody that can really slot in there. So. Schwed's probably I'm sure Schwed will be fine He'll be fine one way or the other he'll, he'll, he'll either get in the team and play Or he'll be away I think it'll be a, it'll be a quick turnaround with Schwed He'll either become a first team player before you know it Or he'll be back in Ukraine Louis still shaking his head at me Schwed, just... Schwed's dead baby <laughs> Schwed's dead Giving up on him as well uh, Rest of the, the league results um, Kilmarnock uh, Continued there Good form. Uh, beat Livingston two one. Um, Aberdeen uh, beat Motherwell away three 0 Some great goals there as well. Yeah, by Cosgrove. Aye. Um, Hamilton uh, Hibs was one one. Uh, St Martin to St Johnson nil, and uh, Hearts one. Rangers one. Did anybody watch the game? I did. I was at I was at the Celtic women's game. Oh, unlucky. Anybody watch the game? Fucking hell. Some of the first time. What's that? What's the mean? Sorry, I'm... You just... Anything ingest. I say... Anything, anything well, I yeah, say... Well, yeah, I'm just going to be negative on it now. Yeah. The Celtic women's game was excellent, by the way. What was the score? 5-0. Fair play. Okay, we did a report. Um, yeah, I listened to it. It was, it was good. Uh, so check it out. We'll be doing a lot more coverage. Hey, I, I watched Bits and Bobs. Bits and pieces. <laughs> worse than my answer <laughs> Jesus Christ how of can the, you watch bits and bobs of the Rangers game I was I was pottering I, w- I was pottering about the house <laughs> well, <laughs> it looks like a, ja- a jazz musician pottering that's my dream yeah to be fair the um, you know obviously there was uh, you know they were the champions elect 
um, some in the the mainstream media were reporting. That was, I mean, that was a piss take. I mean, like you know, I, I'm all for I'm all for like you know putting up the the media to, it's just to shoot them down. But sensationalist just, nonsense. No, but that was just you even having a laugh. I think. I mean, if you're if you're actually biting to at that, then come on. I mean, that's. Well, I thought it was fine. I, I, I think there's. I, other, I think he's a clown. There's other things to get. Um, what do you call it? To get annoyed at. I oh, just had to had to make them bow. That's fine. Um, but you know, obviously. They were on a high, Rangers were going to win the league again, um, but it turns out they were just top again for two weeks the, and then bowled it. Aye, they were lucky to get the draw, I think. Yeah, I mean, in all, in all honesty, joking aside, they were garbage. They were absolute garbage. Um, Hearts pressed them. You know, to be fair, we've seen it against even ourselves. If teams presses, you know, really aggressively all over the pitch, it makes it difficult for any team. And, and we've, we've kind of succumb to that before um, but that's what they did right from the start and they got a lot of joy out of it the big man up front obviously just bossed oh, things he's so shit he is garbage he is but you can't tell me he doesn't make it really difficult for the opposition defenders though. he does that like one every once every like when he comes up against like us or them like he actually puts in a good display but see on an average he's crap you can't yeah. build a house with one tool <laughs> that's, and that's what they're trying to do right, sometimes you need a batting room you've always said that Boud um, but yeah, so what? One one. They were very lucky to to get away with that draw. Um, but that meant that result meant that Celtic obviously stayed top, and we are top by basically because of one more goal that was scored. Goal scored. So although the the goal difference is the same, goal difference could be crucial. Um, see, uh, Cabot Bowd liked that. I think he reacted. Um, I thought Aaron Hickey right had a couple of dodgy minutes in game. the game. The boy's 17, get off his back. Um, aye, aye, there was a lot of people saying, oh, he's terrible, he's crap. He, you know, he, he, he clearly has, you know, a quality play. He's playing in a Hearts team that are, are terrible. Um, really, really unorganised for a Craig Levine team as well. Like, that's, I'm quite surprised how unorganised they are, specifically at the back. I think he's at the point where he's just, uh, just do what you want, lads. Uh, the technique for the Japanese boy they've got on loan from yeah, Man City Peach. to finish was excellent. Um and uh, also Ryan Kent is a huge seven diddy. million pounds player. He is a huge diddy. The drop of the shoulder, he cuts inside. He gets a wee bit of space and he rattles it into the. Ryan Kent is Sid from Toy Story, and he mm. he, he just does. He looks like him. He plays like him. He I'd, need, I'd need to. I'll, we'll do a photo yeah, for it later yeah, on. Yeah, look him up. Um, so that brings us on to this week. Um, this is obviously Tuesday. And on Thursday, we are playing Lazio in the Europa League. Um, obviously, things have uh, been going very well, Kieran, so far. We've we've got four points. We topped the group. What are your expectations going into the game? How do you are you worried about it against against a, a name like Lazio? Yeah, um, not not kind of kind of arrogant and kind of going away by oh, we're going easily win. It's a winnable game. If we believe in ourselves and and if we play the way we've been playing, then they are we can get a result. Um, I know I think domestically they're struggling themselves. I think they were a bit lucky to get a result on Saturday. Um, we've got, I mean, we've got just about our first eleven um, all fit, so we have. So we're going to have, be able to have a very strong kind of um, team to start with, uh, and it's it's a Thursday night. The lights will be on. It'll be a full house. I mean, it'll be the fan. The fans will 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 be there. We'll be right behind them, and I think that will be key as well. I think that will help the players 
um, perform. Yeah, I think that it's funny leading up to these games, Bout, because the, the close game, obviously, there was you could feel the anticipation, you could feel the game, the atmosphere and everything building in the, in the, the week of the game. And partly that was obviously due to the fact that we were going out for revenge and all that sort of thing, and it was m- maybe a bigger occasion. To me, on Tuesday, and the game being on, on a couple of days away, I don't quite feel the same hype, I don't feel the same build-up, but it's Lazio, so... You know, it's still one of you know a glamorous tie against a glamorous name. Do you think it will be one of those nights? Do you think it's it's going to have that feeling, or is maybe there'll be a wee bit of nervousness because of the name and because of the fact also that we're top of the group? Usually, we're better when the yeah. pressure's off. Yeah, I generally agree with that. But I, I feel, I mean, I think the I think the atmosphere will be as you'd expect. I think it'll be amazing. I think Celtic can pull something from it. It's not going to be easy, but Lazio <coughs> aren't at their best right now. Um, and seventh in Serie, I believe. Nicely done. Go. Nice, nice. Uh, which Louis got from a bit of paper, not the internet, which was a bit weird. Because I've got an old school. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, 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 we are we're coming back on the form. We're at uh, Celtic Park. See, other cliches about uh, it's a game of two halves. Is it a must-win game? It's not a must-win game, but it is a six-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, there's been reports, uh, Chris, that the you know Inzaghi is maybe not going to play his strongest eleven. He's not really played it so far in this tournament. Obviously, they've I think they've got a, a run of really important games and tough games coming up domestically and their main aim is to get into the Champions League next season. Should we even be thinking about that at this point? Should we even take that into consideration or do we just focus on ourselves? We focus on ourselves. We don't care. What I mean, in, t- in terms of obviously prep, I would always just prep for the, the, the best team that you think is going to play. Now, yeah. I'm obviously not a football manager, so I don't know what they actually do, but you know, you prep for Immobile starting and uh, yeah, the bigger Argentinian up front as well, And uh, although he's not going to play, I don't think. Um, so essentially, I think we just play our game and I think we'll absolutely battle them. A lot of space in the half space I'm led to believe a lot of space in between the half space the defence and the uh, I was actually about to just build a case for playing Tam Rogic but do you know what fuck it no here's a case for not playing Tam Rogic it's in Europe (laughs) actually it's in Glasgow which Which is is in Europe Europe for at least another geographically we're in Europe Uh, yeah yeah, um I think, in all seriousness, though, my big fear would be um, so against. I think you make a good point about the the atmosphere with Thanks. the the Cluj game, and that everyone turned up and everyone was really united, and everyone was really, you know, united together, the fans and the players towards, you know, getting a bit of revenge. There's no question about it, and we did that, and that's great. I don't want as as a support to all of a sudden after 15 minutes get frustrated and start getting on their back because. We need to be patient, and I know. And I, I, the one thing I think Neil Lennon's probably learned from, and I think we played specifically, uh, uh, we played the team 
that was on the pitch against us, as opposed to so uh, the name, yeah, yeah. But essentially, Rogers sets up and sets up the way he always fucking plays. You know, as I said this before, I think Celtic were a petri dish for Rogers, and he was just like, "I'll try this and see how this works," and it doesn't matter how many we look. I don't know what the fuck that was, but. Lennon plays the team that's on the pitch as opposed to just one system, and that's yeah. where the that's where the pragmatism. He comes can switch in. it up. He can play people out of position. At there's no need. Don't play there, that sort of I, I, there's absolutely no need to force the issue with this game. I mean, I'd like us to make a, a positive start, but there's no need to force the issue. But I, I think um, my right honourable gentleman here Hello, um, alludes to mentality. Mentality is obviously. You know, maybe the mentality, certainly for myself anyway, the mentality has changed after the positive results we've already had. How, how do you think the mentality, being top of the group, having done so well against the two teams we've faced already, what do you think the mentality will be of the players and of the, the supporters? Do we go into the game, you know, not expecting to win, but expecting <laughs> to do probably better than what we maybe would have expected going into, say, the end game? Yeah, I think the fact we got a decent result against Ren holds us in, in good good stead. I I mean, I'd kind of put it out that I think that Ren's going to be harder than Lazio overall because I just think Ren are in the competition more. Um, Ren could finish bottom of the group. They could, but we'll see. And that'll be because we pumped them uh, one each. But, <laughs> well, a... I can't remember your question. It was probably <laughs> mentality. Mentality, aye. Strong mentality. Uh, How has it changed? Aye, I think... I, again, I talked, I talked about the squad. There being some new faces and some old faces. The old faces know what Celtic can do. But at the same time, our European <laughs> runs haven't been great recently. But I think there's... Aye. It's like watching a comic die on stage. <laughs> 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 um, so Kieran still with us um, I'm going to just spoil the ending to the fucking Joker here about that post <laughs> oh god um, how would strong you mentality don't I uh, absolutely Aye. sometimes Bow talks and I don't think he, he knows what's coming next <laughs> he's just it always works out he's playing syllable bingo half of the time isn't he just, he's just gonzo like jazz he's like words with jazz <laughs> Kieran, you're the manager. How do you approach a game? Do you do you go and try and really impose yourself on Lazio right from the kickoff, get the crowd behind you, or do you show them the respect of their name? Nah, no, no, don't just show them any respect. Um, they're a big name, but they're a big name by history. <laughs> you don't show me no not, respect. Not, not now. Um, also, their name is SS Lazio, so if you're showing respect to that name, it's a wee bit fascist. You had the cannon. Let him speak. No, but I think we we definitely should go at them from the off. We should as a cliche is put a stamp in the game straight away. Get get the ball, let's just get a bit of possession, let's get the crowd behind, let's get us behind the, the, the team. Um we don't have to force it too much because you don't you don't want to get too kind of gung ho and getting caught in the counter because I think they play as a three five two, which is actually quite interesting. I mean that's possibly the first thing that our two centre halves are going to be up against a player each. Usually, you're always they're always up against one striker, so they can kind of back each other um, and cover each other. But now you're obviously you've got one on one, and there's more there's more um, uh, thing we on Brown to be there and thereabouts to help out. Um, I do think as well. I, 
you know, we like this anyway, but I'd be putting Christie back in instead of Rodic because you're definitely going to need more legs because it's it's three midfielders, so you kind of want to you on three. You don't want to be letting them kind of overrule you in midfield, so you're kind of needing kind of uh, bodies that are going to be able to control midfield, but you also have to have the, the pace to get up to support Eddie because you don't really isolate him either. So you're kind of... And I think more important for Christy to be in there. Yeah, Chris, from a, you know, from kind of setting down a marker, you know, we've kind of the markers have already been set really in the group. Yeah. But um, this is a chance, probably, you know, as a double header we're going into. Do you think this is a chance to really show that you know we have Lazio at home, we beat them at home, and go seven points clear? We're not aiming just to qualify, we're aiming to win this group. We don't go seven points clear, we go three points clear, I think. Sorry, so we're, we yeah, go yeah, seven, we get points. seven points. Uh, I think if we win this game, um, if we win this game uh, and, and we don't qualify, then heads should roll because we're, we're very much in probably the strongest position we've ever been at this stage of the Europa League. Um, I, I think that a, a draw isn't the worst result tomorrow. I don't want a draw. I want a win. But you know, I'd, sorry, on Thursday, a, a draw isn't the worst result. But a win would, I think, a win would just give us a boost all over the all over the place in terms yeah. of the club, in terms just of the fans, all over the shop. <laughs> Fuck up, um, But what it would also do for Rain, for example. It would really kind of put them in a position where you know they need to come to Parkhead and win, and yeah. if they need to come to Parkhead and win, then we know that we can just sit back and counter attack them. We know that we don't have to force the issue again. We can set up in a way that kind of like what we did at Ibrox, where we don't necessarily have to have the ball and we can just use our pace. Moy, I think you know you guys were talking about him earlier. Moy, I think will be key tomorrow. He'll definitely be key in Rome. Um, we've got the tools. To, to win um, and it's just about you know making sure that everyone's concentrated and that the fine margins go in our way and that comes down to making sure that we have the right players in the right positions yeah I think the whole, the, the home games are key in, in European competitions we need to take if, if we can take maximum points from our home games and it should you know leave us in a good we should good be place. aiming for that every season I don't care who we've got yeah, in the group but also I think it, it would also if we could win on Thursday I think it shows that we've not just been lucky in the, the previous two games yeah, and we are really point. a commanding team in, in the group Um Goalkeeper kind of takes care of itself, obviously. Back four, Bowd, there's some people are talking about Frimpong, but surely not. He's what, not registered. Yeah. He's not registered. Oh, not registered. So, either, so if he was, as much as I love the guy, you go well, Hamid. Yeah. It's two games Do you know why you go well, Hamid? Because he's the greatest. Because he's the greatest. Um, so, El Hamid, Julian, um, anybody but Ayer, and <laughs> Bongoli. Kieran, is that, is that right? That's the back four, aren't huh? Sim- simply bowling goalie is what I've been saying. Oof, I like it. I've been I saying like simply it. bowling goalie. Um, so. But any more of your iron chat, and I'll smash your face with my elbow. How about that? That's <laughs> okay. just a, that's not. There's no joke there. That's just <laughs> wow. Threat to elbow you in the face. Okay. Well, moving swiftly on. Um, midfield free, Chris. I think this team is very. Uh, we're, we're set. Brown, McGregor, Rogic. Um, Rogic? Really? Yeah. 
Look at your face. Someone's like, just I, left the flat <laughs> out of shock. <laughs> but look how shocked you are. Obviously not Rogic. Obviously Christy. But look how shocked you are. Really? Tam? You, you would play Tam? <laughs> That's how much you back your guy. You're actually shocked when someone says he should be in the team. Imagine putting him in and just as a wee joke. Ah, it's good so one. snidey. Listen. So you play Christy? Christy. Christy has to play. I think his energy, the way he breaks lines, the, the snidiness of him is still important. I think, you know, we always talk about we want our players to be uh, have that little bit of edge in European football. Um, absolutely, Christy has it. I would I would agree with you. I think Christy should start. Um, I think Christy can't play uh, the next domestic game. No. So I think, you know, you have Tam, Christy, then you... Play Tam in the next game to get his minutes up. Tam more always always excels against Aberdeen. Aye, so yeah, even Aberdeen. even if Absolutely. it's Patoji, I would still play Tam definitely. Um, and then you know he's a he's a, a different tool in the toolbox to have on the bench on the workbench. You know what I'm saying, about? I hear you. Um, multi tool, multi tool. Um, do you agree with that midfield free? Any any changes you would make to that in Cham if it? No, I probably still. I, again, I like Cham, but I, for the very reasons Chris mentioned, I think you want Christy in there, uh, and Brown and McGregor. That makes sense. I don't think there's anyone else really. Kim, <clears throat> no, I'm with that three as well. Um, Forrest on the right. Yep. yep. Moy on the left. Yep. And uh, Big Bio up front. Did you see what uh, Julien said about Dembele on French TV? Young Karamoko. <clears throat> he, <clears throat> I'm not going to I can't remember that quote but essentially he said he's exceptional he's on French TV he was on French TV covering I don't know if it was the whatever it was but he said that um, when he's up against Dembele in training Edward no no Dembele Julian, oh, Julian, Julian said Julian. about Karamoko Dembele the right, wee boy sorry, sorry, sorry. he basically says when he's when he's up against him in training he says you always have to keep your legs together because he's always he's trying to literally leg small enough to get through <laughs> his legs <laughs> to try to run through your legs because um, he's fitting again and he's actually in the first team training yeah I oh no he'll, 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 he'll he played for the reserve team today but, but he'll play games I mean the next home game so is Lazio you're saying shit that's an excellent point you're a smart man. I just mean I think you. I think you'll get time, which adds another player to the list, which takes another player off if we're turning this squad around. Another one to shoot. <sighs> yep. Um, come on, Tam. There we go. Do you think? Come do you think on, by doing this with Dembele, he is that talented that he should be in about the first team squad, or do you think it's a way of making sure that he signs for us when he's? 16. So he's already signed for his he signed a four year then, deal. Aye, but then because it's a schoolboy thing, he not he signed a he signed a, he signed a four year deal when he was sixteen. No, you're only allowed to sign three years at that age. Are you? Yep. Yeah. So three years. Fair enough. Three years. So we've got him for three years. He signed a professional. Yeah, but he also just decided he was going to play for England as well, didn't he? Well, he's born in England. Yeah, <laughs> he's I, English. Yeah. I think there's a, a kind of point. I don't know if that's what Kieran's touching on. We, if you're going to say to him, you develop your career with us, then we need to give him game time. Uh, yeah, but he's Absolutely. also got a three-year contract. Aye, I'm not uh, saying I play mean, him every game, yeah. but yeah, we, want, we definitely, for our own sake, and to develop him and keep him here a bit longer, we want to give him I think, well, time. when he signed the contract, there's no question he would have been guaranteed time. Because he has yeah. 14 now, isn't he? Is he 15 yet? He's, si- oh, he's signed a professional he's, contract with us. He's 16, he's 16. 17. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, predictions, Kieran? I'm going to go 2-1 to Celtic. 2-1 Celtic Bowd. Hey, I was going to go 2-1 but I'll go 3-1 and mix it up. 
Celtic. Wow. Gal, Galatron, at the Galatron. On, on Twitter, Twitter. Um, DM's open. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm confident we're, we're going to win. Uh, you know, I think I think 3-1. I think Celtic will go 2-0 up. Um, I think Lazio will score and we'll get a third light on. Uh, I think that Christie will score and I think Eduardo will get two. And I'm very confident in that. You can take that to the bank. That's my lock of the week. Put your mortgage on it and you can put me down as a... Guarantor. Guarantor. Wow. On that bet. And I'll, I'll pay you back. Wow. And the bet I'm feels. joking. None of that's true. Shit. None really? of that's Because all. I just went online and done that. Oh, shit. Personally, I think 2-1. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals. I was even thinking 1-0, but I can't... I just... I take 1-0. I don't... It doesn't matter. Just as long as we win. Yeah, it really I, is. I, 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 do, I do think we'll win. Um, I think partly... Partly because I, I just think Lazio are probably going to have eyes on the best. Their heads at the game. Their heads at the game. Their ah. heads. Absolutely. Um, heads when, at the game. When, uh, once that game's over, Sunday, we've got a massive game domestically uh, away to Aberdeen. Um, after the, the Livingston result uh, post Cluj, um, everybody suddenly had a massive problem with the lineup because it was the same as the Cluj game and we got beat. So I take it we should make loads of changes for the Aberdeen game? That's not how it works. It's a game by game basis. You you judge sure. the you judge the lineup on the, the quality of the 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 team and the conditions. What are you, Brendan Rogers? No, no, it was just that was uh, just echoing Lewis what the, the panel said last time. Uh, I think that I'm very excited for going up to Pitoji because playing the same eleven essentially days apart. You know, well, well, I think you do. Can, can, I, make, can I make? Can I make? Just, can you make so, one change because Christie's enforced. These guys are yep. professional footballers. They can play two games a week. Let's. There's this idea that you know they're. Oh, you. We need to protect them, and we need. You can't. But they're fucking professional footballers. They'll be fine. Because the thing as well, seeing Wednesday, we've got St Mirren so you, at Parkhead, so you could bring more changes there. So that's, you play the yeah, two that's games, the game. that's two the tough game. games that we need results in, and then when it comes to St Mirren, you can make a couple of changes to dress people. That's where you play your frimpongs. Um, yeah, that's absolutely. where you play. Aye. So, yeah. Pitodri, though. So you go your strongest 11, even um, if that is the same 11 that play on, on Thursday. So you hit the, the nail on the head. There's no, there's no Christie. So I would play, I'd play Tam. Um, because as I say, I think he's just he's got a hoodoo over Aberdeen. Um, the last goal he scored, one of the last goals he scored at Petodre was an absolute peach. Um, Edward loves a goal up there as well. I'd be maybe- that's Tam's last chance. <laughs> See if he doesn't score at least one goal, that's him done. Yeah, game's a bogey, pal. Up the road, off to Australia, ship him off to Australia, pal. He'd like it. I mean, he would. He's yeah, nice. I mean, going home. Really, <laughs> I think that. Uh, we need to start really winning away games in the SPFL, like the Scottish Premiership. We really need to start fucking taking names. I mean, the good thing is, you know, from from our point of view, we've had a, a few away games. We've actually got a run of like quite a oh, few yeah. home games coming up. So, unlike someday, yeah, absolutely, unlike someday, someday. Um, I said hum. I thought you said comedy. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. You, you're the host. I know. has got to control your guests. You're not. You're not Alan Partridge. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look at the small it. print on my contract. Um, but uh, going away to Aberdeen, <clears throat> you know, Aberdeen's form this season has been, you know, a bit kind of erratic themselves. Mm-hmm. But that last result against Motherwell, yep, uh, winning three 0 um, 
you know, they, they're going to make it tough for us, Kieran. But if we can come through that and then have the run of home games, you know, you've got to be confident that over the next wee period, we could open up a gap. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what we'll be looking to do. Um, as we as we talked earlier on, we've mentioned that at home, at home we're smashing teams. Um, we just need to start getting more results away from home. The other thing as well is that when you come, when we go to Petodre, it's quite quite often Aberdeen don't perform against us. No, Petodre, we, we perform seem, against them. We seem to always kind of Scum. put them to the sword a lot of times. Faces to be ah, yeah, I mean, it does. It's at times it's like a kind of strolling apart when you got to Petodre. Yeah. So I can see that happening again. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the game will be um, previewed that on Friday. At on lunch, Friday, yeah, at the lunch club. Live yes, lunch, of course. Lunch club. Um, we better AOCB before we before we finish for bedtime. Um, Taylor, Greg Taylor, out. When are we going to see him? Would you have expected to have seen him by now? Did anyone remember when John Hartson signed for Celtic and he didn't play for about don't know eight games, nine games? I don't did uh, Victor Wanyama. Hams, Hams. People, people are. I think people are getting. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. But oh, you I think he's not fit? He is fit. He's fully fit. He was in the Scotland so squad. He's on the bench. He's ten, well, I suppose he's more the midfielder. Couple. Yeah, but then. Bauer and El Hamid were both on the bench. El Hamid's your centre half cover though, isn't he? Yeah. Aye. To be fair. Uh, this Sunday, that's when you <laughs> This Sunday. Yep. Yeah. St Mirren's uh, a good time to play. Yeah, St Mirren, I would say, is a fair time to get Greg Taylor minutes. And I suppose, obviously, Bolly's kind of cemented his position as first team player, but Lennon maybe wanted Bolly to get that run of games because we left back was a problem position um and he maybe just wanted him to get settled him to have his he's seen him as his first choice get him in and once he's settled and he knows the team and you're doing well he also gambled with Bollingoli's confidence when he took him out of the team and um, put fucking McGregor in and put, just put McGregor in so yeah I think you're probably right maybe it's just a case of doesn't want to upset him but, um, but I would like good, to see Greg Taylor it's good having a bit of pressure with somebody as as good as as Taylor, who's quite can easily can take his position, so it will help bully up his game um, and start to perform better and try and cut out some of the, yeah. the mistakes that he can and be prone to. You'd hope with Taylor as well, as much as Celtic play a different game to what he's used to, he does know the league, so hopefully yeah. there wouldn't be too much of a learning curve. Yeah, um, Chris. Mikey Johnson hasn't featured in a while after you know such a great start to the season and how kind of fantastic he was to watch. A lot of excitement when whenever he took to to the ball, took to the ball, took to the pitch. Yeah, took to the pitch. Um, but his injury was originally meant to be three weeks, turned out to be six weeks, doubled in time because he's not quite reacted as well. Should we be worried? Uh, Neil Lennon said he was a little bit worried. Um, not to the point where like he it's alarm bells, but just a little bit a little bit worried that maybe he's not recovering as quickly as as they'd hoped. Um, do, do you worry that will affect him when he comes back? Because he's kind, he's obviously lost the momentum that he had. I think that because he's not played in so long, that maybe we're underplaying how good he was the first couple of weeks. I mean, he scored against Sarajevo. He was brilliant against St Johnston. Every game he played. He was a difference maker. That's I think that's the key point. He made difference when he played. We can't forget that. Boud makes the good point about El Hamed. Uh, uh, yeah, no, not El Hamed. Sorry, uh, Elianusi. Right, Elianusi is a player we've got on loan for a season who we could never buy. It's a good use of the loan system, um, but 
will he stand in Mikey Johnson's way in terms of development? No. I think he'll teach Mikey Johnson a lot of things when, he, when they're both on the training pitch. Mikey Johnson will play enough games. He can learn from Ellie Unicey because we're not signing him because he's a no. £60 million pound player. So um, am I worried? Not at this point. But it would be good to see him back, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Even even if, if we have to just write off the now and have him back for January. um after the winter break, fine, that's cool. It's like having a new player. I know I hate that, that's a horrible turn of phrase, but yeah, Mikey Johnson, let's just make sure he recovers fully and that he's ready to go when he's ready to go. There's no need to push him back yet, yeah. but we must not underestimate how good a player he is. Yeah. Um, lastly, um, we had the news in the past week that Nick Hammond is going to be staying on as, um, what's his full title? Di- head, of of foot, head, head of, of football, football operations. Hopeful. 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 Yeah. So he's medical team. When people need operations, he does that. Fucking, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Your puns are usually quite good. Um, I'll let you... Recover? Would you? Um, are you happy with that appointment? Do you think? Obviously, we we had the the youth signings, um, the likes of Afalabi and um, and Frimpong that have come in when he had kind of started his role. Yeah, clearly a direction I that we're trying to go in. I think that looking at the the transfer window that we had, I think around the table we all agreed we didn't sign players quick enough, but the players we brought in were great. Frimpong, however, which I would have put down as a Hammond signing, again, that Celtic TV interview uh, Neil Lennon did, they asked him about Frimpong, yeah. and Lennon was saying it's when they came up for a uh, friendly, or the, the, the development, development team, team. Um, and he actually spotted it, and John Kennedy looked at the, the analysis behind him, and he liked them, and then they went to Nick Hammond and said, this is a boy we might be interested in. So, but he did but, close but, the deal. Yeah, importantly, yeah, he got just, the deal done, right. which is something because that, that's something we've we've kind of struggled with. I mean, in terms of the the Hammond thing, um, uh, happy, confident that we're moving to a different structure in terms of how the clubs are doing things. It can't all fall to one man. Um, again, we just have to see what happens coming out of the the January window. Let's see how effective he's going to be. I'm pretty confident. I think he, you know, a lot of people will, you know, throw shade at the fact that he was at West Brom and there was a lot of stuff. And uh, but West Brom you can't live off your past your past glories or failures, Chris. And there we are. And that's the full revolution of the podcast. Boom! Well done. Thank you. Um, but you know, I don't know if Louis knows what happened there. <laughs> Oh no, I do. It was, a, it was called a flip flop. I introduced that to the podcast, and uh, everybody's taken it on board. No. I flip flopped. I flip flopped. Um, but yeah, I think that I think the club deserve to be praised for the fact that they've you know yeah. they've put somebody in a role, and they've you know they have called it head of football operations, which I don't think was a title that we had no. before. No. So you know we've. Clearly, we're trying to change the structure of things, and by putting, uh, I, you know, Nick Hammond in there, we'll see how he does. Look, you know? we're, we're quick enough to slap him. <clears throat> we're quick enough, quick enough to get on the Cubs' back, so we should be quick enough to pat them on the back when they do something. Yeah. So this is hopefully a step, a step in the right direction, and I'm quite excited to see how we come from here. Because, so does, yeah, does he take away player negotiations from Low and like? finalising deals and stuff he, he, gets, he gets deals done now we don't know the actual ins and outs of you know specifics of who actually does the deal although Ke- Keith McGinty was at the press conference and did ask Neil Lennon didn't he yeah we, we got a bit of a 
Keith was at the press conference and see, what, see when we put up on Patreon that um, the audio from the press conference is fully unedited and people go, well, they're all the, the press conferences are on Celtic TV. They are majorly edited because the Celtic one that went up when we asked the question about Hammond wasn't on it. They cut our question out, which is fair enough. That's their prerogative. But, you know, that's, you know. Yeah. And on, again, going back to a Celtic TV interview, they did mention... Do you work for Celtic TV? Well, you know, maybe I might be moving soon. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Neil Lennon did praise uh, Peter. Like Pete. Oh! <laughs> oh, you scum. Peter, is that how he is on your phone? Well, <laughs> certainly is. Uh, you know, it's blocked when Peter I baby. try to text him. But, uh, no, he praised him for, obviously... I, so I'd assume he's still... Oh, man praises <laughs> <course>. boss. <laughs> of course he did. But uh, what I'm suggesting is that he's still the guy with the checkbook. That's... Aye, aye. Yeah, I mean, Peter Lowe's always going to be the, the ultimate puppet master, but um, I think it was good that like the, the bit of information that Neil Lennon kind of did give to in response to Keith's question, you know, was talking about the fact that there are kind of heads of departments and a lot of the heads of departments are now obviously he's in charge of them so yeah. they all report to him which I think I think that's a good thing having one person that's kind of overseeing all the departments and a management role I think that can only be good yeah, it can, and it yeah. simplifies it at the top you know what I mean there must be a clearer divide in roles and responsibilities which is what we wanted yeah and that's the thing I think Nick Hammond will be I think it's far more than player recruitment it's about yeah. the entire structure of the football club he's head of football operations so you know the, the thing with Lennox, um, Lennox not Lennox Town um, uh, Barrafield Barrafield uh, I'm not I think he'll have a big part in that um, and I think it, as I say I think it's more than just go and get his left back and him going and speaking to the scouts and saying right there's three good guys Here's the options. It'll be far more than that. It'll be a broader, broader role. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It goes to show because I didn't like talk here, but big man seems to be doing all right. Wow. Um, I do think that it will be his his relationship. His relationship with Neil Lennon, I think, will be the most interesting one rather than his his relationship with Peter Law, and especially when we change manager next. Um, this is the whole. This is the safety. Do, this is the do, safety net. Yeah. Do we? Does he remain in his role? In his role, and does he have a say in who the next manager is? That will all. He's determine. head of. He's head of football operations. I imagine he would be part of part of the board's decision to. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, in terms of how serious we are about the role and the responsibilities oh, yeah, of whether that they role. actually don't just pull out. Yeah, yeah why I think I, I do think he's a Celtic appointment. I don't think he's a Neil Lennon appointment. Like um, Congerton was a Brendan Rodgers yeah. appointment. Whereas we're never going to let a manager decide so much again. I don't think that's right. going to happen. You shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't. No. When that manager ups and leaves, you're up shit creek. So yeah, let's go, moving towards this. <laughs> and on that note, bowed. Um, I think we'll we'll leave it there. Um, Chris Bowd, you have been, uh, you know, bit some highs, some lows. Oh, yeah. It's it's the journey, and it's the friends we made in the way, Louis. Indeed. Um, Kieran had fun. It was good to be here. You enjoyed yourself. Eh? I always enjoy you here, especially when you're the host. Oh, thanks. Yes, thanks very much. Host. You can certainly come back. Uh, and Chris Gallagher, you've been here. I've been here. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were you were good at points. To be fair, well I, thought, done. I thought it was pretty great. Yeah. Well done. Thanks for listening, and I have been Lou McCaffrey, and we will speak to you down the road. Mm-hmm.